something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to a very special episode of the Wedding Confessionals podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than the royal wedding is talking shit about royal weddings. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Let's do it! Um, Just to set the scene of what's going on right now, um, we have in our house... Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm excited about your podcast, but we do have to get this going because I'm going to burst. Okay, we're going to do this really quick. Okay. (laughs) Um, Hold on. Ruth is walking on the laptop. I love you. Um, We have with us Brittany Krasner-Welsh. Yes. Yes. What up? What up? So um, before we get started, I want to kind of set the scene of how we're all... uh, doing this so Brittany showed up at my house with um, matching t-shirts for us all to wear yes from asos yeah so we all look adorable and at then, three o'clock in the morning they yeah. say harry and megan and they have the union jack and the american flag and they're incredible yeah so we're all british now is that what happens after this wedding we're yes yes okay cool 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 <laughs> i understand how laws work um so um Brittany brought all this stuff i made coffee um, and Pam um, brought, brought champagne. champagne. I thought it would be like, oh, it's 3 a.m. And Brittany mentioned she's going to swing by a British store and get some stuff. Brittany, what did you show up with? Well, <laughs> I made two trips to Rose Tree Cottage, which is an adorable tea room in Pasadena. And we have scones, real clotted cream, which mm. is always from Devon. Mm. Yeah. Um, strawberry preserves, sausage rolls, crumpets, homemade lemon curd, Homemade shortbread, cheese and pickle sandwiches. With a jar that's just made of pickle. Yeah, it's like an English sandwich. It's like a super normal, like kids are like raised on these sandwiches in England. Yeah. It's called a plowman sandwich. And it's it's essentially like Irish cheddar, tomato, and this like canned kind of pickle, which is like a form of relish. And it's delicious together. It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, is that everything? Oh, and I brought elderflower lemonade that's yeah. sparkling. It's non-alcoholic, and it's apparently like the queen's favorite drink. I wonder if they say that about everything that they're trying to sell in the store. <laughs> what? This is the I'm queen's just kidding. favorite. Oh my god! I'm sure it's true, but could you imagine if they're like, "Oh, we gotta push this before it expires." This is the queen's favorite gum. But essentially, like Rose Tree <laughs> Cottage guys was like yeah. bought out of house and home. Like when I'm I went, sure. like. There was because you so, went a couple days early, right? Didn't you go on Thursday? I went Thursday, and then and then I actually sent my husband Eric on Friday because <laughs> they had a one package which only has six scones. They had a one package per customer limit because they were like being bought out of house and home. So I went, and then I sent Eric the next day to get another one. Nice, yeah, stealthy. We won't be stopped. Getting it was worth it, rules. wasn't it? Oh, so worth it. There's delicious oh everything is so good yeah. i'm really so welcome to our food podcast y'all <laughs> <laughs> we usually have a guest on to do wedding confessionals but this episode we're just going to talk about the royal wedding we are we have it going on in the back yeah it's muted as people walk in we saw george clooney we saw um uh Beckham. serena williams serena williams just showed up everyone looks fantastic and yep. we're gonna probably just like freak out and watch this and then we'll just let you know along the way what we're gonna we're not gonna just like follow along live because that's just us kind of sitting and going i like that dress yeah that's kind of boring (laughs) so we're probably gonna at the end talk about a bunch of stuff so um we're excited and we'll see you guys in a bit Woohoo! Yeah. so we're back um i'm gonna take a picture real quick because this is really what it's like watching on the west coast 
<laughs> and the two, our two fellas that have joined us, Brittany's husband, Eric, and my husband, Tristan, <laughs> are sweet enough to sit through this whole thing. Brave enough. And now they're, if they were- And Ruth's here. <laughs> Ruth's here, my cat, Annie. If, <laughs> if they weren't over it before, learning that we're going to talk about it for 30 minutes thrilled neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just to set the scene, too, um, of how we're doing today, everyone's pretty tired. I, for the last two days, have pulled my back and have been basically laying on the ground with heating pads and medication, and Tristan was nice enough to set up all of this stuff for the for the party at my house. So thank you, Tristan, for doing that. Thank you, Tristan. Thank you, Tristan. Um, so um, the royal wedding, we finished watching it. Um, first of all, I just want to know... So have you guys watched, you watch, did you actually, none of us were old enough to watch Diana's. We were all too young. Yeah. Too Do you young. have any like vision or memory? No, I don't. Very little. Yeah. Um, I remember like the replays and like, I remember my mom talking about her experience watching it. And then I remember, you know, seeing it on TV over the years. So I feel like I've seen it, but yeah. like, not in real time. I did not see it. Yeah. All no. I had was like pictures from like People Magazine is all I remember like seeing over the years. And then yesterday when I was stuck laying down for hours on end, I watched the royal wedding of uh, Charles and Diana twice and because <laughs> you couldn't find the remote because I couldn't find the remote and I couldn't move <laughs> so, and I watched um the Kate and Williams one three times so I'm now really it's in there but yeah Diana's wedding the the big thing to take away was that she did not look thrilled at all she, she was scared very scared and she had a 25 foot train baller I mean I mean bravo is what I have to say to that yeah because Megan's dress today I thought was yeah a little underwhelming yeah so let's let's get into this yeah wedding. let's I talk sorry, about I Harry just jumped Megan. ahead too much no I think no we let's should. do it I want to talk about the wedding so okay so um first of all before we even get to the actual wedding all of the drama leading up to it with Megan's family so her dad was supposed to come you and know, then didn't come well, but there, there was, was a well, medical issue but then there was like the paparazzi you know, post Pictures, photo yeah. issue first, and then like that kind of ruffled the plans for him for the wedding, and then and then he actually did get, and then there was a medical sick. thing, and yeah. then like I don't know if we obviously like no no you know yeah, but I think her and her father, from what I've read, have always had a pretty strained relationship, and she has a almost non relationship with her step or her half siblings, his right. his siblings with another. With not the her mom. siblings that are trying to get book deals off. Yeah, of her. and then of course, yeah, like the so moment rude. she's in this position, they're like coming out of the woodworks, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't usually speak about people in this type of way, but they're pretty trashy. I mean, that side of the family is kind of trashy. <laughs> well, it just sounds like yeah, it's just. I mean, just to try to have some sort of no, it's I yeah, mean, like to try to make money off of your relative like that yeah, without their her. approval. Yeah, you know? they, they bash her, and they're they're just. It's just it's just there, yucky. One thing is there's plenty of times where like there is a family member who gets famous or some sort of thing that happens and you end up hiring your cousin as your manager or your mom beca- becomes your something or other and they do kind of profit off of you like they have a job because of you but it's it's a contract between the two of you and there's knowledge of it but this just sounds like He's trying to make money behind her back off of her life experience. That's so gross. Yeah, but not yeah. surprising. You know, it's not no. surprising. She doesn't, she's never had a close relationship with that side of her family and her relationship with her father's always been strained. So I think 
it all kind of fell right in line with how it would go for a wedding. You know, yeah. I was saying to Pam before we watched the, the, the wedding that no matter who you are and who you're marrying and how fairy tale life may seem to be, when it comes down to getting married, everyone is, you know, no one can escape dealing with the family drama. Everybody's family is Everyone's crazy. family <laughs> drama is just part of marriage. Yes. It's for everyone. Yes. So don't feel bad if you're listening to this and your family's crazy and doing stuff that drives you nuts and embarrassing you because shit. Yeah, there's no A princess is dealing with this as well. (laughs) Duchess. Duchess, sorry. Yes. So she won't ever be a princess or what's the deal with that? Well, I don't know. Like Kate's the Duchess of Cambridge, right? Yeah. So she's a Duchess. She'll never be a princess. Wow. Well, now we have an episode title. (laughs) What, are we sure about that, though? Are we sure? I don't know. Eric tried to read us aloud some boring stuff about <laughs> about the Prince royal Philip. Prince because Philip Kate will and be queen, queen, right? Like if she William is queen, she will, yes. Yeah. And she, so I mean, I don't, I just don't know. Yeah, I don't really. Eric, don't get into it again. We will had to listen Meghan to a, a very long <laughs> monologue that didn't actually explain anything. And we no, were just we never as got an answer before. Yeah, that's how it goes around here. I, <laughs> Um, But also, um, I just want to talk briefly, just because over the years, Brittany and I have been mildly fascinated with Harry's past girlfriends. Oh, yeah. And how interesting it is (laughs) that he ended up with Meghan Markle. Yeah. Because she's nothing like the women of yore. That's true. I mean, he had uh, Chelsea Davey, who I think she's an attorney or something. She's South African, comes from a boatload of money. Um, They actually, Harry and her, still have a nice relationship. They ended on good terms. I think that was a good relationship for Harry. And I think Chelsea is like a self-made, you know, in terms of her career and her education. She's successful and there's a lot to admire about her. Um, Cressida Bonus was a little bit more like wild and younger and immature. She was kind of like, you know, looked like she was going to Coachella every day. (laughs) Um, Plus a scrunchie. Plus, yeah, especially with the scrunchie. Cressida came from a super blue blood, wealthy, almost kind of famous British family. And I think her sister or half-sister actually had a little romantic kind of relationship or whatever with William when um, William and Kate took a little break. Oh, And I think that that's why there was always like a little bit of tension between Cressida and Kate was because I think Cressida's sisters or someone in Cressida's family had a little thing, had a fling with William at one point. I got to tell you, like as much as I'm enduring these royal weddings and all the royal babies and all this, the, this part of this portion of the generation of royals, that period where William and Harry were both in their twenties and it was just crazy and wild. And every photo is them coming out of a club. Especially Harry, especially Harry. Harry. Yes. It was also at the peak of like, all all paparazzi kind of getting those Lindsay Lohan shots yeah. where it's just like everyone's a mess. It's yeah. like too early in social media for everyone to figure out how to not do this, but just enough that like, you know, those websites existed that, oh man, it was just a glorious time and just like trashy tabloid culture. <laughs> yeah, but back to your original point, you're right. Megan is a totally, you know, a total departure from his past choices. And I think Meghan is definitely like the most like Princess Diana in a lot of ways. So I'm not surprised that, you know, he gravitated and ended up choosing her. Well, they're older now. You know, he was in his 20s when he was dating those other girls. Mm-hmm. And so he is now a little bit older. and not a mess in their 20s. I yeah, exactly. It was, it was very relatable. Exactly. Yeah. 
I'm not judging. No, I'm not judging. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really think that we were discussing too how both William and Harry got married a little later in life. Yeah. And how my theory is um, that, you know, watching their parents, you know, rush into marriage pretty quickly and how that dissolved just so it was just a messy divorce and so public and how much how hurtful it was and how hard it was on their mom and I'm sure on his dad too and just knowing that I'm going to take my time and make sure that I'm picking somebody that's right for me and I'm going to get married when I want to get married they're also dudes you know they don't want to get married (laughs) (laughs) well we were discussing too that Charles their dad clearly wanted to marry Camilla from the start. From the start. From the yeah. jump. And he couldn't. And yeah. he couldn't. And that was, you know, it just, it just goes to show how much the monarchy has modern, modernized and changed in the last 30 years. I mean, they've made a lot of strides. So good for them. Yeah. Little, better late than never. Yeah. And I think that really seeing how much it, it really steps. emotionally hurt and like damaged people that it's like, it's not worth it. And also no one cares. Yeah. You yeah. know, no yeah. one cares. Well, they would care if Megan was marrying William. I'll tell you that. Oh, you think True. so? hundred percent. Yes. Since he's the spare and not the heir. Yeah. I mean, that would be a huge issue. That's a good point. I hate to say it. I mean, but it would be. Uh, Because by the time Megan came to the picture, not only did we have um, William married to Kate, but they had babies already. So it's like the lineage is so far down at this point, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So now let's actually get into the wedding. So we started watching it at about... 4 4 30 a.m right we paused mm-hmm. it and the thing is our plan was just to watch it from the jump but then we started seeing all the celebrities so we rewound it and started watching all the celebrities pour in and we were eating yeah and we were eating all of the amazing food that britney brought yes so um we had we had george clooney and amal mm-hmm. who i learned was british today mm-hmm. she looked amazing she Always. did and then we had david beckham and posh yeah who britney says amazing that they're still together I just, I just never would have like back when they got married been like Posh Spice and David Beckham, they're going to last. <laughs> That's true. And they did. Yeah. Yeah. Good I like for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, were there any other, sl- there's uh, Elton John was there, which makes sense. Serena Williams. Serena Williams, Serena, which yeah. I didn't realize they were buddies. Yeah. Me neither. Kind of weird. Yeah. I guess all the Wimbledon stuff, maybe. Yeah. Just trying to think how their connection. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. Because, I mean, with Elton John, we understand it. It's like, you know. Sir Elton John. Sir Elton John was really good friends with Diana. Yes. Um, Were there any other celebrities that we could think of that aren't just like random royal people? I mean, there were a lot that we like were like, that person looks vaguely familiar. Yes. Do we figure out the name of that lady that uh, that we were trying to figure out? She was in the Matrix. I think Gina Torres. I think is her name. <laughs> yeah, we both were like, "Oh my God, Hollywood actress!" Oh, can we talk for a minute Uh-oh. about? Oh, we, I kept watching a lot of BBC coverage, so it's all these British people and from the British point of view, and they keep and I understand they have to make it sound as dramatic and exciting as possible, but they keep phrasing that Meghan Markle is this Hollywood star, Hollywood actress, and it's like, I mean. She was on Suits. Yeah, she's like C-list. Listen, it's a working actress. She does well. She's probably got a great agent. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not shitting on it, but they tried to to sell it like she was... I'm not shitting on it? I'm just saying that they were trying to sell it like she was literally like like Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, she wasn't giving up this like crazy career where she was winning Oscars. It's like she was a working actress doing pretty good. She, yes. Did you know her name before she got started dating Harry? Absolutely Had no not. idea. Right. Nope. So it's kind of like, you know, 
come on anyway it's fine but i thought it was just a little weird that they kept like pushing it like hollywood actress well i don't know if british people know the difference <laughs> fair enough <laughs> but she's not i mean like grace kelly grace kelly was a movie star yes and that's not megan yeah, but a, she's a working she's actress, a working actress which is fantastic yeah self-made Listen, self-made yes yes we were discussing if she had not been on suits would they have met and we decided that what do we said that she because of the money she made off of suits she could really do all of the i mean she's always charity been into work. charity work but she could really more aggressively get involved and that might have been one of the reasons why they were able to meet but we're just wildly speculating yeah which all those shows i watched yesterday did too <laughs> like, and how they met all these like quote experts and they always say i think when he walked into the room, like they always wildly speculate, but as long as they begin every sentence with, I think they're allowed to just say they're whatever covered. they think yeah. he said, he immediately fell in love with her. It's like, you weren't there. What are you talking about? <laughs> so creepy. Okay. So I'm um, getting into actually watching the, the wedding. I'm glad we watched it on the BBC. It felt very British. It did. Rather than NBC. Sorry guys. Um, so when we look at the beginning of the wedding and we were trying to take a peek at the dress and she's in the car. Yes. And we saw a boat neck. We were very excited. I was excited. Yeah. Classy choice. Classy choice. Right? Yeah. I, I like thought, it. I thought how elegant. Yes. And also I loved that Harry and William wore those black suits. <gasps> they looked so handsome. Looked very sleek. Yes. Oh, it was in Windsor. Yes. Which we loved. Yes. I think I think Windsor was the star of the wedding. To be honest, I mean, it was so beautiful and quaint and quintessentially British. I mean, it was just Perfect darling. Day. A storybook. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And like we were saying earlier, that it was not, you know, William had already done the really big, you know, wedding in London and Buckingham Palace and what was the what was the did they get at Westminster Abbey? Yeah, yes. Westminster. So like the big like the British. And, it, and I like that they kind of did whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. I was like, that already happened. We don't need to do a 2.0 of Kate and William's wedding. Mm-hmm. Let's do our own thing. Yeah. And they went on those cute streets. Oh, so pretty. But anyway, so they, she Boat arrives. Neck. Yes. And oh, first of all, as the mm-hmm. people arrive, the queen arrives. Mm. Can we talk about? I love her. What was that color choice? You know, that that's what, what? happens when <sighs> no one tells you what they really feel yes that's what happens when you're in a position of such power that everyone's just kissing your butt all the time neon. somebody lets you out the door in a neon green outfit to a wedding uh, to a wedding it was bad she looked like the joker yeah it just wasn't tasteful <laughs> right it's it was, not tasteful it was no. garish it's tacky yeah yeah it was not a good choice you know but she's 90 so maybe there's like some old age coming to play here maybe she's i don't i don't know I, I it's it's I just don't have an explanation for it. It was a, a shame. It was odd. Yeah, it was because I usually like her style. It's very classic and very you know classic grandma. But it, you know she always looks understated and beautiful. Well, they always. I mean, the queen wears bolder colors, sure, to stand out. But this was this was going above and beyond. Yeah. I think too much. In my, I, I, I wasn't feeling it. You're right. The purple with the bright green too. Yes. Very Joker. <laughs> God. So then, um, it's like uh, Jim Carrey's the mask. <laughs> I think those were like the branding color palette of yes. Jim Carrey's God. the mask. So then, um, 
Oh, and then we liked um, Meghan Markle's mother's outfit was cute, though. That was lime green done right. Yeah, it was like a light, muted it was like a pistachio. Yeah, yes. yeah, it was like a pistachio. And she looked so cute with a little hat. Very classy. She looked nice. She I thought did. her mom was killing it. Her mom was. Her mom was just great. So sweet. Just tears just right yeah. there in her eyes the whole time i was like oh mom yeah and the royal family looked really cute kate looked great of course kate, I mean, she just had a she baby literally just had a baby Hi. She looks she's great. a robot yeah <laughs> so jealous <laughs> and the kids are really cute in their little outfits oh what? my gosh that little boy when megan walked in I and need the a phrase. began, the trumpets began. Yes, and his face lit up in his little missing tooth in his mouth. It was like amazing. You gotta find that shot. It was so good. I'm just like in the background, just like open mouth. Like, oh my God, this is happening. I'm he, sure someone way, got it. He is all of us. That is exactly how all of us felt in that moment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Megan steps out of the car. Yes. Which was like an eggplant color, which we loved. We all loved the color. We did car. love the car. Um, and the boat neck dress, boat neck top, was revealed to be a very streamlined, pretty clean. Mm-hmm. Well, we call it ball gown? Not really. It was just no. gown. It's a lot of material, but not much happening. Yeah, I got the concept of the dress. Like, I can see, like, in my mind, like, the sketch of the dress and how, like, in a fashion sketch, it just looked like this beautiful simplicity and how she would be like totally attracted to that. And then in execution, I think it just kind of fell flat. I mean, I think you could have gone like a simple gone in that direction, but like maybe had a little bit more structure to it, maybe a little bit more angles and it would have given it like some more life, but it just kind of, it didn't, you know, it just didn't do much for her. It was her. just plain. It didn't there was no done. lace. There was no, like, anything. Yeah. No beading, no lace, nothing to make it stand out a little more, which, you know, it could have been her preference. But, you know, I don't know. I felt for, you know, a royal wedding, I wanted more. I wanted something a little more. I wanted more. It didn't fit the venue. No. I don't know. I felt like it was a first draft. Like, yeah. Oh. You it know? was just super like simple. It, it was beautifully, yeah. and it fit her well, and it looked structurally great on her, but I was just kind of like, meh. We did love, though, the veil, the veil. and the veil train thing. Yes. yes. That was pretty cool. Yes, and that we, was beautiful. That saved it. It yes. saved it. Yes. It brought the drama. And then the other thing that you we heard afterwards that we're giving little details, what was the detail about the veil, about the flowers? It had, I think, all 25. I can't remember the exact number, but all 25 of the Commonwealth mm-hmm. flowers mm-hmm. Yeah. Embroidered. embroidered on the veil, which is awesome. My issue with the veil, loved it. And we discussed that you guys didn't care <laughs> as much, but I was obsessed the whole time that... You know, if this was your normal, typical wedding, the person dealing with your veil would be adult women. Let's be real. It would probably be a bridesmaid, maid of honor, sister, something like that. And someone who really would care about looking really good and pulling it out and taking a second to maybe you look awkward while you're fixing your friend's thing to make sure they look great. In this tradition, little boys are holding her veil and the train at the end. And they're in charge of who, of how it's going to go. And, you know... It's a crapshoot. A veil's a responsibility. It's a high-maintenance fashion statement. It's like a little moment of fixing something. It's like that for the next 20 minutes, the next hour, however long you're standing there. But, yeah, I was just kind of like the whole time just whispering to myself, somebody just fix her. Somebody fix the, the train. 
can somebody fix it? The answer is no. No one's going to fix it. Nope. That's that's it. And I have to get over it. And I just laid there being like, somebody fix that. So um, it really bugged Brooke. It did. It brought, it bugged me. So um, the wedding starts. It's pretty traditional. Things are rolling along and it just seems like a typical British. It, it really does because I just seen those damn weddings the day before. They looked very similar to Williams and Diana. It's very traditional. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the part where Reverend Michael Curry is on screen. So he's an American. I had mm-hmm. to look it up afterwards. He is a bishop of the Episcopal Church, and actually he's the first African-American guy to be in that position. So it's like a big deal. Ooh. And now that I know that, it's like, oh, this is political. This yeah. is starting political. And um, the moment he gets on screen, it's like there's Every- a shift. Oh, definitely. Definitely. There was there was a definition. I mean, when he walked up, he came up with an iPad. There was we were an like, iPad. Oh, shit. Like, this is... <laughs> He's bring it. He is about to bring it, you know, like that's what's about to happen. And like, you know, he really brought this this presence that kind of captured everybody in. And he's got, you know, arms going and he's leaning on the pedestal and he's shaking the candles. I thought the candles were going to fall. I was like, this (laughs) is going to get awesome. And it really was. He was so passionate. And I will say, like, personally, we've been laying here. It was super early in the morning. It's kind of the first time I started to really wake up and be like, ooh, I'm actually listening to what you're saying. Yeah. Well, it wasn't all just like pomp and circumstance. We didn't know what he was going to talk about because, you know, we've seen the other royal weddings and you just watched them for an entire day yesterday. So, you know, this was we didn't know what to expect when he came out. But then he did kind of go on for a bit. He <laughs> which I didn't expect. And it also, well, we had gotten a little splash of a spoiler because we watched it like maybe like 30 minutes late and Brittany's mom had been texting her a little bit and she knew she knew to be vague, right? She told her you were watching later. Actually, I didn't. Oh, so we got we lucked out. And what, <laughs> what was the text that she sent you specifically? She said the queen is not amused. <laughs> So we were waiting. We were waiting for that. Bracing for what it was the queen would not be amused with. And we thought it was going to be like a joke or some sort of thing. And then when we got into like minute eight of this man talking (laughs) and they cut to the queen, it was like, oh, there it is. The queen is not amused. (laughs) And Elton John is frowning. I know. (laughs) All the British people looked uncomfortable. They, yeah, they didn't, they did not. They've never had this, I don't think. I think that it honestly is like the first moment that they remembered that, you know, one of the people getting married is an American. (laughs) Yes. It's like they thought she'd just come over. Be cool with a full on British wedding. Yeah. Nope. It's like, no, man. There's two people. Yeah. Yeah. And man, she brought it. (laughs) She did. So Um, did the Reverend. Yeah. Reverend did. Um, And I know that like. On one hand, he did technically go on longer than anybody else. Well, I mean, I think that's also like maybe preference. I don't know. Like that speech was probably longer than my entire ceremony. So, Oh, your wedding? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> From my wedding. So, I mean, that wouldn't have made sense at my wedding. But this is like a big global event. And that's why I think the people in the chapel mm-hmm. were acting like this is just a private British royal wedding. And Megan's like, no, no, no. This is broadcast across the world. I make it a statement. And Harry, I'm sure. It wasn't just her. Sure. Both of them made the choice. They did. Together. Yeah. 
So even though maybe it might've seemed a little long, the whole damn weekend was British shit. Let the American have a minute. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There were only British flags being waved as, you know, they went through the countryside. American princess. That's right. What I liked afterwards too, is they cut to the choir and I, we loved, we loved their singing. Yes. And I their loved, color story. Yes. As I said, though, the, the whole, <laughs> when I showed, when they started panning across and everyone was in the pale colors the and palette. pale suits. And oh, the, so it was really beautiful because it's a yes. spring day. Like they really looked beautiful and they sang beautifully. Yes. But I didn't really love that they chose Stand By Me. It Like your mother said it texted you. It must have been a personal choice. Yeah. It must have been a personal choice to them. And I'm sure it, yeah. it's a song that's meaningful to them in some way. But as far as like songs go, it's like pretty low in the list of like great songs, right? Yeah. For a wedding ceremony. Right. Actually, I liked the the rendition of it. I thought that was appropriate for if you are going to put it in a wedding ceremony. I thought it was appropriate, um, but I just didn't necessarily understand the choice for the song, which I agree with your mom that it had to have been something that was special to the couple or, you know, had some sort of significance with them. But again, going back to her being political, it feels like maybe that was a significance too. I mean, she chose an American song. It's an R&B song. It's modern. And the choir knocked it out of the park. It was oh. beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. And then we also enjoyed, um, speaking of music, when they... When after they'd done the actual wedding ceremony, when they go into the doors to do all the like paperwork stuff, and we don't even know what happens back there. They just like mysteriously disappear for 15 minutes. Gone. When the guy was playing the, the cello, 19 mm-hmm. year old. He yeah. was amazing. He killed it. That was beautiful. He was also beautiful. Yeah. So. Yes. He was cute. Yeah. When he just, I mean, he had a, a presence, you know, a very calming, like very good performing presence. Yeah, I liked him. I liked Super him a talented. lot. And then so after that, they come out. And I guess it's tradition for them that it, they don't do the like, and now you've kissed the bride within the the chapel. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, by the way, Brittany thought that because it was in the Windsor Chapel, you thought it was going to be a tiny like 20 person <laughs> room. I mean, not really. Like I didn't actually think like it was a 20 person <laughs> chapel, but like I just didn't. I for, When I picture in my mind, like the Windsor Castle Chapel, like that's just kind of like what I picture. And then today it was just so grand. I'm like, oh, wow, that's very large. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they 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 actually walk out and in front of the crowd do their first kiss. Yeah, and Will and Kate did their first kiss on the balcony of Buckingham Palace. Yeah, so it's like after the yeah. ceremony. Um, God, I love how the crowd. Um, you know, when they were saying their vows, that you could hear the crowd from the outside. That was amazing, <laughs> yes. and to see their smiles when they would hear the crowd, that was yeah. so fun. Yeah, one of my favorite <laughs> things about this wedding that I think set it apart a little bit was the interactions between Harry and Meghan throughout the ceremony. They had just the sweetest like glances and reactions and moments together that were just there was animated for for them and and just I don't know I, th- I felt like there was a lot of personal touches in between them throughout the ceremony that we all got to see them holding hands that's huge as someone who watched the other weddings multiple times yesterday yeah. they did not <laughs> hold hands right they had their flower the women held flowers in their hands the whole time or they had their hands by their side they didn't hold hands until the union where they wrapped the little hand the little banner around their hands and do the little I don't remember what that was where they're like no, where they tie the knot yeah Exactly. Well, before that, yes. though, they didn't touch. 
Whereas right. the two of them, like, it's like the moment they started, she got down the aisle and it was like grabbing your hand. Also, um, yes. Prince Charles mm-hmm. walking her partially was really sweet. It was really sweet. Yeah, I heard that the two of them have a very nice relationship that um, Charles really loves Megan, which I just, that warms my heart so much. I mean, they've really taken them under their wing and, um, you know, protected her and, and included her. And I think that that's really beautiful. But I also, maybe you're going to bring this up, Brooke, um, want to talk about her making her entrance on her own and walking most of the way on yeah, her own. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a incredible statement. And I thought she just, I thought it was awesome. Unprecedented girl power, just modern, it, it rocked. I loved it. Yeah, we're breaking a lot of rules at this wedding. Yeah, we are. I'm liking it. Me too. Yeah, yes. it was It was one of those things that we knew it was going to happen because we had been texting about it the day before. <laughs> <laughs> but when it that visual, when they had that wide shot and she's just alone walking, it was like, wow. Go yeah, girl. Yeah. Especially after watching, you know, you watched the weddings multiple times yesterday, but watching Diana's and Charles and then watching Kate and Williams and then watching this one, like consecutively, you really see the difference. Yeah. Feel the difference. Yeah. With Kate, literally her father, she holds her father's hand and then her father physically takes her hand and transfers it to Williams. And I got to tell you, if you're going to do like, it's very different. And I understand at some point there are people that feel very emotional and personal and you're close to your dad and you see this as like my family and my family growing. But in the other way, it can look like I'm transferring power from my father to my husband and that's depressing as fuck. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And I also think too, like on the happier side of it, sometimes it's nice to have someone like escort you down the aisle because it's so overwhelming emotionally and you feel sometimes like weak and like, oh my gosh, I'm going to pass out. And so it's nice to have someone to kind of lean on and guide you down the aisle. I felt that way at my ceremony. So it's good to have a buddy. Yeah. But for her to just, you know, stand on her own two feet. Yeah. And she was in the car alone. Yeah. She was in that damn car. I mean, she wasn't driving it, but (laughs) no, her mom was with her for a while, but then she arrived Right, but I mean, like, actual her drive from to the actual chapel. She yes. was in the car alone, except for the driver. Did she have no? The boys is, were there. The two kids. Oh, were in there with her. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, oh, they were so little. I didn't see them. Well, how <laughs> badass would it be if she drove herself? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Remember at one beep, point beep. when the cars were coming up and they had some sort of royal symbol on like the top right, but because I was laying down and not paying attention, I was like, "Is that an Uber?" Yeah, Brooke thought they uh, <laughs> brought the Ubers for the the wedding. <laughs> the idea of, like Ubering to the Wedding. Uber Lux. Uber Lux. I'm gonna I wanna drop we'll some. We'll be dollars. here in four minutes. Yeah. Vintage Rolls Royce <laughs> coming your way. It's like doing an Uber pool and you get in and it's like we're gonna swing by this wedding real quick. <laughs> so stupid. My brain's oh. dumb. So the wedding It was early. It was, it was very early, it's true. <laughs> um so the wedding finishes up. Oh, oh, one more thing before that. Mm. Um before we get to the actual them trotting around the city. Um her hair oh the hair let's yeah. discuss for a second about we had a debate you guys yes. wanted her to wear her hair down i, I did pam did i i i don't i, I don't like think i feel that way pam wanted it down yeah Brittany wanted it up i liked that she wore it up due to the fact that she did the boat neck so it's a real clean line all the way around i thought was really pretty um uh but as we were discussing you know the way that she had her hair parted and then it's supposed to be, you know, brushed back off of her face and it looked perfect as she's walking down the aisle. But then as the veil is lifted, a little bit of hair got a little bit 
What did you say? It looked like she was like, you know, just finished washing her face, you know? Oh, you said it looked like she just got out of the gym. Oh, yeah. It I just know. fell. I, it did. And it felt like it was like caught in her eyelash and... And, and she, she can't didn't see what's going it, on. And she can't see that it's it's there like that. As and, I discussed, oh. missed opportunity for yeah. Harry to have that moment of lovingly brushing her hair off of her face. Iconic moment that he could have had. And instead, your damn wife has her hair in her face for a whole damn wedding. But I think Megan was going for a different vibe today. Like, I think she... I mean, that's, I, that's how we feel about the hair and that's how I feel about the hair. But... You know, she showed all of her freckles. She hardly wore any makeup at all. She had some yeah. eyeshadow on, but no lipstick. Um, I think she was just going for natural. Yeah. So I think like naturally her hair fell on her face and she was okay with that. Yeah. You know, I think she was just going for a whole different vibe today. Cash, man. So then they leave the church and they hop into the horse carriage. The other thing that I wanted to take look out for again, because I watched the other damn wedding so many times, I almost said the other movies. <laughs> <laughs> that was real life. Someone got married. Um, and when Charles was with Diana, he helped her into the carriage. And when William was with Kate, he did not at all. He just sat down and waited for other people to help her. <laughs> William. So when we were coming to this moment, I was like, guys, I want to see what happens. And we all predicted that he would help her. We did. And we were right. We were. He was a damn job. He didn't even sit down. He, no. he did not sit until she was in the carriage and comfortable. What a, what a, what a hero. Yeah. Um, Good guy. And then they, <laughs> I didn't realize this. I thought they were going to two different locations, but they just brought, they just did a lap around Windsor. Oh, I didn't really pay attention to that. I guess they did just do a lap, right? Or did they, I think they only did a lap because there was no one else behind them is that true do we know eric find out where the reception is today because (laughs) while we're doing that because tristan is well the the reception's not in the cathedral so but isn't it a whole structure besides the cathedral isn't like a i don't know a rec room nearby (laughs) (laughs) the clubhouse the clubhouse i don't know but i loved the procession through the streets and they were it was super tight and intimate and the crowd was there and apparently they cleaned up their yards is what they kept saying (laughs) i have some critique (laughs) for those bbc commentators you knew for months that this wedding was happening right like almost a year you knew basically the route of how they were going to be in the horses and you could do the math about how long it would probably fucking take why didn't you jam us with fun facts cute information instead they just sound like bored baseball commentators in the 11th inning that are just like well you know (laughs) harry was in the military so these guys are really close to him and they're all chosen because they know Harry. Like we heard that one <laughs> fact like 40 different times. And every time they turn a corner to a new part of a neighbor, they're like, these people worked hard on their lawns yes. and decorating their houses. Meanwhile, we can't see any lawns. It's just a sea people. of people and little flags. Yes. And you're like, you put up a flag. Like, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, they yeah. really didn't have a lot of facts because the no. only one that we remember is about the veil because that's like the only fact that we got during that whole procession. Yes, it was boring. But then again, we decided that maybe because it was the BBC that they're like, you guys already know this shit. True. <laughs> what are we going to tell you about this yeah, town? It's just, just right dumb now? Americans that don't know about the town of Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool getting like a driving tour of this adorable So town, cute, right? Yes. And the weather couldn't have been better for them. Oh, so nice. Thank God. What if it had rained? Eric, do you have an update? Yes, it will be the first reception of the day 
is at Windsor Castle. Oh, okay. So it was a lap. Tristan was right. It was and, a loop. Yeah. And the second? That's, I'll, I'll let you know. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, live play-by-play right now for Telegraph. They are currently at the first reception inside of Windsor Castle. Okay, cool. Fun fact. Yeah. Do you guys know the flavor of their wedding cake? No. It is lemon elderflower. Elderflower. What? We yeah. had lemon elderflower. It tasted like our drink in cake form. Oh, I'm down with that. I would eat that. Doesn't that sound delicious? It was yes. so good. And if it's the queen's favorite, it's a really good way to get on grandma's side. Yeah, lemons, yum. Cake, yum. I'm sure there's like vanilla buttercream involved. Yum. And elderflower, yum. I, mean, I don't really like lemon cake, but if the queen was serving it, I would eat it because I'm polite. I love lemon cake. Really? I yes. do too. Like a lemon bar. Do you love, love a lemon bar? Love. Ugh gross lemon bars are too strong lemon cake just right nothing is ruder is when you're thinking i'm biting into a vanilla cupcake and then finding out it's lemon that's exciting no bonus. I love lemon. that is a betrayal <laughs> bonus okay, update on the reception okay prince charles is hosting the evening reception at frogmore house <laughs> what um, so yeah frogmore house that sounds like harry potter <laughs> it, it is it's going to be in harry potter land yes <laughs> That's amazing. Thank, Thank you here. to Eric, our research assistant. Yeah, our research assistant and butler. And personal butler. Yeah, because Brittany goes hard when she does this stuff. Brittany, who um, texted me 20 minutes before arriving, please preheat the oven to 350. <laughs> it's like 145 a.m. She's like, preheat your oven. I'm coming over. It was amazing. The sausage rolls have to be hot. Yeah, they were... <laughs> Optional episode title as well. <laughs> well, also, I I don't also just to circle back on a previous research point. Yeah, the the uh, Meghan Markle's rank is princess. Her title is Duchess of Sussex. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay, so interesting. She will never be referred to as a princess, but that is but her she rank. is one. Oh, interesting. Huh. Copy that. Thank you for the update. Good job. You're much more helpful than my husband, who is back to being dead asleep with the dog on the couch. He's a really good host, guys. You know, the men have done well tonight, <laughs> yeah. today. They have. They Most men are not as involved. Yeah. I mean, they're forced. It's, true. it's slave labor, but... It's fine. This is what love is. <laughs> um, so, guys, overall, enjoyable few hours of your life? Did you like it? Overall, yes. This is it. This is it for a while. Yes. Overall, yes. I thought it was beautiful. I'm so on board with their relationship. It was wonderful to see it all happen for them. So, yes. I mean, was it perfect? No. Um, But overall. What is? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a gorgeous royal wedding. Yeah. It was pretty. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God, guys. Thanks for coming over, Brittany. Thanks Thanks for bringing your food. Thanks for having us. Um, so now that we've reached this part of the, the podcast where we, even though it's, uh, 7am, we've been up since three, Yep. we're going to do bridal breaks and then go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Before we get into <laughs> bridal breaks, they're already on BBC re-airing some of it. God damn. They're so quick. Um, so bridal breaks, if, uh, you've never listened to the show before, also, what a weird time to come join the show, but welcome. Um, bridal <laughs> breaks are suggestions we give not only to brides, but anyone planning a wedding, uh, helping to plan a wedding, um, of fun things to do that have nothing to do with weddings so that you don't lose your mind when uh, having to plan your damn wedding. So um, we are definitely going to go with a British theme today, right, ladies? We are. Um, uh, Pammy, you want to go first? Sure. 
I found uh, my cocktail of the week on sugarandcharm.com. And uh, to go with the English theme, I found an Earl Grey tea cocktail. Yeah. Yum. Yeah, it sounded good. So it's um, six ounces of cold, cold Earl Grey tea, gin, um, honey simple syrup, fresh squeezed lemon juice, and two lavender sprigs. Easy. Oh, yeah. okay. That sounds delicious. Yeah, that sounds a good like spring. Really like, re- kind of refreshing. Kinda, that's some day drinking right there, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. definitely a good that's, brunch drink. And like, you know, croquet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play some cricket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So my bridal break uh, for the week is staying on the British theme. Uh, there is a series that's currently on Netflix that originally aired in the UK, and it's called The Great Interior Design Challenge. And what's interesting about it is they have, you know, the idea of having amateurs come on and try to, you know, like do interior design and then get judged and move on. Mm -hmm. But rather than just have starting with like 20 people and slowly whittle it down, Mm -hmm. they have a really cool structure of um, they have on four people to start with. And every episode they whittle down into this four, three, two, and then they're left with the one. And they do the whole thing all over again with another four people. And then when they get... Four, three, two, one. They take that winner. So they end up with four winners. So they'll do four mm-hmm. different chunks of that. And then those four winners go against each other. So it's like, if someone's really annoying, they sometimes get cut immediately. So you don't have to deal with them for like the next you know, 10 episodes. <laughs> but um, we've been slowly going through season two and we're really liking it. It's like delightfully British. And they go to like really interesting um, structures. They talk a little bit about the architecture of the area. They'll talk a little bit about the history of the town that they're in and why maybe the structure was built the way it was. So it's Mm -hmm. really a little bit of design and a little bit of history. And then also just the watching amateurs sometimes completely botch stuff. So anyway, uh, that is my bridal break for the week. And it's on Netflix. I was going to say. Currently on Netflix. Nice. Um, Brittany. Mine is also a drink, but it's a non-alcoholic drink. Um, I bought this at Rose Tree Cottage in Pasadena, which is like the cutest tea house in Pasadena. In fact, Meghan Markle used to go there. Um, That's wild. Shout out. Yeah, it's a, the Sir Edmund, who was in a tuxedo all the time, and will help you at Rose Tree Cottage. We'll tell you all about it. So if you would like to inquire, he is more than happy to uh, give you some information. But... <laughs> Anyways, yes, they sell this here, and then they probably sell it at, I mean, you can probably get it on Amazon, let's be real. Um, But it's called Belvoir uh, Fruit Farms Elderflower Lemonade. It's a gently bubbling with real English elderflowers. And it's just like this yummy, bubbly, flowery lemonade. And you could add gin or vodka to it or just drink it on its own. Apparently the queen drinks it and she likes hers with either a raspberry or strawberry in the glass. Ooh, Mm. I like that. It's so good. And what's nice is that we had a little bit in a champagne glass before beginning because Mm -hmm. we weren't ready to like drink it up at 3 a.m. But it felt festive because it was bubbling in a champagne glass. Yeah, it's really refreshing and Mm -hmm. It's a nice choice if you're not quite ready to imbibe. Yeah. (laughs) We were not there. (laughs) Not there yet. No. Um, So that's it, guys. Yeah. We did it. The royal wedding. We did it, Pammy. The royal wedding. They they are. They're married. They're betrothed. Yes. Um, So the last thing we have to do is tell you all about our show and how you can learn more information about it. And we get to quiz Pam. Are you ready? Yep. Are you looking on your phone? Maybe. Okay. Hold on. Um, 
I don't, I can't see from this angle what you're doing on your phone, but I'm pretty sure you're cheating. But because it's so early in the morning, I'm letting it slide. <laughs> um, if you want to learn more about our show, including show notes to this episode and all episodes, what website should you go to? Weddingconfessionals.com. Yeah. We are available on social media. Where can you find us? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'd love for you to share your confessionals with us. Yes. So totally anonymous. Send us your stories. Send us your questions. And we will try to help out or rant along with you if things are going insane. (laughs) Yes. Um, There are three different ways you can send us your confessionals. One is via email. What's the email address, Pam? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail. We will just um, transcribe it. We're not going to use your voice because we want to keep it secretive. Um, That phone number is 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. Or our most popular way mm-hmm. is to go on to our website, which is what, Pam? Weddingconfessionals.com. And click on what tab? Tell us your secret. Yeah. From there, you just clickety-clack your name, clickety-clack your drama, and hit send. <laughs> no email address, no nope. phone number, nope. just your personal shit that's going on in your life yes <laughs> <laughs> um also uh apple podcast slash itunes always wants us to push for you to hit subscribe and give us a rating and a review yeah there's a certain number of stars that pam prefers it's true i like five pam likes five stars yes i want you like Meghan markle and prince harry to follow your heart and give us as many stars as you think you should five <laughs> Um, besides Apple Podcasts, Pam, mm-hmm. we were on a couple different places. Just a few. Rattle them off as much as you can. <laughs> All right. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, Player FM, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Podcast Republic, Overcast, Downcast, Castro, Podcast Land, Castbox, uh, Pocket Cast. Spotify, Pod Paradise, iHeart Radio slash Media, and YouTube. Yeah, we're a video platform now. Woohoo! I don't know how it works, but I'm going with it. <laughs> and that is it. Brittany, thank you for getting your ass up at like 2 a.m., bringing a grocery store full of yummy, <laughs> yummy food. treats. Thank you. Thank you for being friends and entertaining my Anglophile obsessions. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, thanks for coming. Yes. Tristan, wake up. Thank you for your help. <laughs> and we will see you guys next week when we return to our normal programming. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.